And it wasn't even that. It was like <laughs> two minutes. I'm like, <laughs> it was like it was happening, you know, oh, I don't know, hyperlapse <laughs> on your phone. I was like, and then next minute you're sitting down with a smoothie you're like whoa you gotta share this it's like literally every little bit of ingredient was yeah like frozen in it's in a container that you can just pull out dump in yep all done hi i'm elise and i'm sammy and this is the inspired to be podcast this is your safe space to explore all of who you are and let your inner light shine. Together, we are your wellness cheerleaders, taking the overwhelm out of mindfulness and self-love practices. Join us for short bursts of relatable inspiration as we laugh, explore, and deepen our awareness of our mind, body, and soul. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Inspired to Be podcast. I'm here with Sam. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Today, we thought we would talk to you about 10 healthy habits that changed our lives. We can't wait to share these things with you because they are like, we're going to share five each. Mm -hmm. Um, They're definitely things that we talk about all the time. I think we always go off on tangents about, you know what I tried today? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we definitely wanted to bring this episode to you in sort of the beginning of our podcast series because yeah, just little things that you can put into action in your life that might help you feel a bit more uh, inspired to live healthier. Absolutely. And I think the key with these things that we're about to share is they're simple. Yes. So if you're sitting here thinking, oh God, 10 new healthy habits, how am I going to fit all that in and do that? <laughs> I could hear a collective sigh. <laughs> um, rest assured, these are simple, easy, accessible things, five minutes a day. And of course you don't have to do all of them every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might just pick one. Yeah. Uh, the whole 10 and go, I'm going to try that. Yeah. Try one for a week and then try the next one. Shall I go first? Yeah. So we've got five each. So maybe I share one and then you share Sounds one. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're super chill guys, but this <laughs> is the whole concept. Like come with us, grab your coffee, take yeah. some notes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe pause the episode now if you've got to get that coffee. Go grab it yes, and come back. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> All right. So... I'll start with my number one, and this is something that I've only recently really started to look into. It's gut health, Mm. and I know I sound like a broken record because so many people say gut health, gut health, gut health, but the reason why I've started focusing on my gut health is because I had to do six weeks of antibiotics for my skin because I had perioral dermatitis, and it was like all over my face and all down my neck, Um, and it was so embarrassing and so awful. And so I went to the dermatologist. Yeah, anyway, obviously being on antibiotics for six weeks just completely ruined my gut. And then I thought that coming off, like my skin fully cleared up and it was really beautiful. But then it started after probably three weeks of being off, it started to come back a bit. Mm. And the more I researched it, it was like, if you don't get your gut health in tune, then nothing will be ever normal. Like you'll get sick all the time. Your skin will always be flaring up. Your hormones can't balance. Mm -hmm. And what I'm learning is that it is actually really important. Like even down to the fact of gut health, if you don't have good gut health, your body can't process iron. And we all know how important iron is. And then iron can actually, um, impact the levels of our hormones. Mm-hmm. So like estrogen, and then that can impact our periods and everything. So I realized 
I need to focus on gut health. So taking probiotics every morning, I take a probiotic with um, a medication that I have to take as well. And then at least half an hour later, I'll have a coffee. So I leave that half an hour for it to like process in my body. Um, and then the other thing that's really important to note is that probiotics is different to prebiotics and prebiotics feed probiotics. So mm. probiotics is like the live good bacteria and the prebiotics is going to help that good bacteria thrive. And then you'll have a healthy gut. Oh, I love that. And so do you take that together, pre and pro? Is that something that you're taking together separately? How is all that working out for you? So prebiotics is really simple. Prebiotics is in our food. So prebiotics is in like garlic, onion, bananas, apples, flax seeds. So just make sure, I mean, you can Google it, what foods are prebiotics Mm -hmm. and then just make sure your diet is rich in those foods. If you're focusing on your gut health right now and then taking the probiotic every day, then you're pretty good. But taking a probiotic on an empty stomach or in the middle of meals so that it has some time to kind of work before you're taking heaps of food in. Yeah, I yeah. love that. That's so good. Yeah. yeah. So just having those, you know, probiotics near where you make your yes. cup of tea, having that, then um, waiting a little bit for that to kind of do its magic to and then magic. have your brekkie. Yeah. I love that. So good. Yeah. And I've been feeling much better for it. Touch wood. I haven't gotten sick. My skin's clearing up. I still have a few hormonal breakouts, but yeah, definitely seeing results. Yeah, yeah. So great. So great. So tell us yours. What's your yeah, number one? Yeah, lovely. So my number one and this is something that's in my life, is an absolute (laughs) non-negotiable, okay? It doesn't matter where I am, what I'm doing, if I'm on holidays, I always do this, and that is journaling. Yes. So I won't go into detail, and maybe this will be another episode on journal therapy, and I can talk through that a little bit more. But for me, journaling is just that place at the beginning of the day to really just tune into how I'm feeling, what's going on, and just get that. For me, it's really that sense of mental clarity, before I go into my day. So I guess what I want to say about journaling is it's probably not typically what you think of that dear diary when you're a teenager sitting around, dear diary today, Tommy, you know, said blah, blah, blah. I love him. (laughs) I want to marry him. Yeah, I'm going to marry him. He's the love of my life, you know, and that's all great. But it's not that and that's, you know, you can of course use it that way, but there's so much more to it. So As well as that, it's actually just sitting down and honoring what's happening for you. So tuning into your thoughts and feelings and just noticing them. So there's no kind of need to change what's going on. It's just like basically a little check-in with your inner landscape. Little check-in, how am I going? Where am I at? How am I feeling today? And it can be something that you do with literally five minutes. Yeah. So just sit down for five minutes. And if you don't know where to start, you can use a simple prompt such as today I feel or today I would like to explore or in this moment what's coming up for me is. Okay, there's some really simple journal prompts that you can use to start exploring how you're feeling. And of course, it can just be a brain dump. So it doesn't even actually have to make sense at all. It's just a place to just whatever's on your mind, brain dump it for the morning. So you've got that mental clarity to move on with the rest of your day. Yeah, love it. Oh my gosh, so good. And I remember once you, I actually did a class with you one time about journaling, which was so cool. You have to run another one of those. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And one of the things you said was 
don't worry how it looks. Mm. So for me, that really resonated because I like everything to be really pretty. And you're like, don't worry if you write something wrong, you can scribble it out. If you spell it or it doesn't look good, it doesn't matter. Just write. Exactly. Like, if it's messy, who cares? It's yours. It's your private journal. No one else is going to look at it. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, what I say is no penmanship. So that, yes. that to that point, no having to look good, no censorship. So say whatever you want to say, let it all out. You know, if that's a rude word here or there, go for it. You you're not saying it to a person you're saying it to your safe space um so yeah definitely journaling for me non-negotiable every single day and I can't tell you how much it has changed my ability to be able to tap into my yeah inner landscape but importantly my intuition Mm -hmm. it has really allowed me to listen deeply to my own voice my own needs and really trust that guidance that's coming up for me so that's really it's life-changing how good's that yeah that's so good Okay, what's your second one? My second one. <laughs> uh, my second one is off the back of the gut health. It's a simple skincare routine. So obviously when I went through that whole thing with my skin, I went to the dermatologist and at that time it was like pulling everything back um, and not using anything. So it was only using water on my skin and then these really this really gentle moisturizer. Um, and that for me was like mind-blowing because I think – at like aging, you know, like I'm coming close to forties. I felt like all the advice from beauticians was like, you have to use this serum and this serum, and then you have to use vitamin A and all these things that are going to help reduce aging and blah, blah, blah. And so for me, I was like, oh my gosh, no way. I can't not use anything on my skin. But now what I've realized is simple is so much better. Like you're not obviously spending a bloody fortune on Mm -hmm. skincare products, but I literally now just cleanse my face with, um, uh, what are they called? Face halos. Mm -hmm. You you just get them from Priceline. It's like a microfiber makeup remover. And I just wipe my makeup off with that, just Mm -hmm. literally water. And at night I'll cleanse with like a really gentle cleanser and then just a moisturizer. Like, Mm. and that's it. Like that is it. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think it's really good for, yeah, if you do have those skin conditions or your skin is really sensitive, some of those other serums – can it can be quite abrasive it is it is yeah it can be really abrasive so I guess if you are someone who does have that sensitive skin or any skin conditions um to be mindful of that that maybe it's not adding more to the routine it's actually taking taking stuff out that can be helpful yeah so simplify your skincare that's it that's yeah. awesome. So Love it. what's your second one? <laughs> well, something that I have done this year personally, which has changed my life. <laughs> I love all of these have changed your life. I know, that's so good. 2023 like, is life-changing. Life-changing. <laughs> wow. No, 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 but honestly. Um, so if you have been following me for a while or maybe you know me, my friends and family know that I always was like a slow burn in the morning, right? I always used to like – I never used to book clients before 10 a.m. because I'd really like to just have a slow burn, get up slowly – Um, But I was finding, obviously, with the two kids and business and just doing all the things that I felt like I wasn't getting much out of my day. Mm -hmm. And then I was having to work later in the night because I needed to fit things in. And that was just really taking away from family time and dinner time. And it really started to impact my boundaries and, and the time that I had in the day. So what I had started to do from the beginning of this year, so at this time, it's like end of March, um, I started to train myself 
myself, which sounds really funny, but it's true, <laughs> train myself to become an early riser. Okay. So, and it's been life-changing. And people that are probably already waking early are probably thinking, mm, okay, big deal. But for me, this was <laughs> so a huge, huge deal. It was completely changing the whole I guess, approach to my day, but also changing my mindset around rising early Yeah, because I had tried it before and it was always like, oh, I can't get up early. I'm going to be so tired for the rest of my day. Like, it's just not me. It's just not who I am. I can't do it. So it was really a lot of that change of that mindset. Like, yes, I can do it. And yes, I do have the energy to do this. It just means other things are going to have to shift, which Mm -hmm. means not working late at night, setting boundaries there. So what I did and the way I implemented this is each week, I just set my alarm forward by another 20 minutes each week. Good idea. So like what my original wake up time was like 7.30, then for a week it was 7. And then I would move it forward to like even 6.30. So just like slowly, incrementally train my body, train my body clock to wake up earlier. So now when I wake up early, before the kids are even awake and I have to switch into mum mode and work mode, I've already been to the gym, I've already done my journaling, I've already done my meditation, I've already had a quiet breakfast with no one awake and then I wake up the kids and my day starts. So it honestly has been the best thing I've ever done, not only for productivity Mm -hmm. for work and getting things done Uh, for me personally it's been so good to feel like I can really fit so much into my day but it's been really great for boundaries like not having to work at night being home with the kids for dinner and not having to go back to work after that like yeah yeah, how good. Life-changing. I, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it is, is right? It really is. I love how you did it incrementally because it's like um, I've always been an early riser, but I've definitely had phases in my life with newborns or whatever where I just didn't. And then when I decided to start getting up early again so hard, but if you just do it incrementally like that, your body clock will naturally change, right? And I think that's why it helped you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like anything new or any new habit we want to do, if you go all in straight away and like say like even with, you know, with a fitness routine, if you just slog it out straight away nonstop, you're probably going to burn out a lot quicker and it's going to be harder to maintain. Whereas I've always found if we just introduce things slowly and incrementally, same with journaling, meditation, fitness routines, whatever new habit it is that we want to bring into our life, if we just introduce it a little bit each day, it's so much more sustainable. We don't burn out and we can find the joy in it rather than feeling like it's just a chore that we've got to do to totally. tick a box. So yeah, that's I mine. I love that one. Good <laughs> on you. And just having the time, I think, especially for all those mums out there, like, oh, that time, that peaceful time. Yeah. It's like a quiet breakfast. Such a gem. What? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Demi. I love that one. Uh, Well, my next one, number three, is sleep. Yes, huge. It's sort of the same as your early rising. And I know you said you've had to set a boundary about uh, what time you go to bed too. Mm -hmm. So that's partly why I did it too is because I really wanted to be getting up at 5.30 every day and I really want to move that forward to 5 a.m. actually, but I just haven't done that yet. Um, So part of that is going to bed. So if I'm getting up at 5.30, I know I have to go to bed at 9.30, but then actually I have to be up in my bed at nine o'clock so that I can do some like winding down. Mm -hmm. So I'll, and I won't do it every night. Like, let's be honest, some nights I'm just like, 
like, no, nah, I'm sitting on the lounge watching Netflix till 10.30, like I don't care. Um, and then I'll pay for it the next day. I'll be a bit more tired. But <laughs> um, I started tracking my sleep on my Apple Watch because a friend was doing it and Simon, my hubby, was doing it. And it was really interesting to see how all the different sleep patterns and then it actually tells you what it actually did was really interesting because I would have a night where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've been up with the kids all night. I'm so tired. I couldn't get back to sleep. And then I'd look at my watch that's tracked my sleep and it's like you were awake for 11 minutes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, see, it's like our mind tells us stories that are not true. <laughs> True. I've been up with your kids for hours, right. 11 minutes. I love that. So that is one of my tips. Number three, sleep. If you've got a smart watch, maybe track your sleep just for a few weeks mm-hmm. to kind of see what patterns are. And it definitely reminds you to try and get that seven, eight hours sleep. And I feel so much better for it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I love that. And an important note that you said there as well, which I think is important to touch on is actually having a sleep routine, a bedtime mm-hmm. routine. Mm. So, um, yeah, making sure that we're doing all those things that are going to nourish us before bed, you know, whether that's not looking at screens or reading or having a yeah. warm bath, those things that are really going to signal to our body. Okay. It's time to start getting ready for sleep. Yeah. Cause our body needs those cues too, right? Totally. Like, it's like a baby. Yeah. Baby sleep routine. Yeah, exactly. So we need to give that to ourselves as well so that our body can start picking up on those cues and makes it easier to fall asleep. Yeah. So love that. So on that note about sleep times. Um, my third one is I've recently discovered there's a quiet mode on Instagram. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. So what you can actually do, like, and this is if you just want to maybe not turn off all notifications on your phone, because I know that some phones do also have like sleep modes where you can like turn it off. You don't get notifications. Um, or you can even put it in flight mode. The only thing with that is, is that sometimes I was just like a little bit nervous. What if there was a family emergency or if my phone was completely switched off that, yeah, I couldn't get those calls if, if I needed to. So what I've discovered is on Instagram there's a quiet mode and you can actually set like a maximum of 12 hour like 12 hour zone and it's just automatic so it just keeps turning itself on so I've just done like I think I've done like 8 to 8 so 8 p.m to 8 a.m it's in quiet mode so what that means is people can still like message you and you you can still like your posts and comment and things but you'll get no notifications about that until it comes out of your quiet mode and you don't have to keep going in every day and turning it on and off once you set it it's just like an automatic thing I love that and especially if you are someone that runs a business through Instagram or that's a big part of your business and day like for me it's been life-changing again (laughs) because like so so much changed happening in my life Um, because like it's just yeah it means that people can still engage with me at those hours and sometimes like if I if I'm still on my phone and the quiet mode started and I I get back to people that's fine but at least now I know um, that yeah I won't get those notifications to the morning but another cool thing about it is it actually lets the people know that have messaged you so if they send you a dm in quiet mode it'll go back to them automatically and say hey this account's in quiet quiet mode they haven't received your notification so then the other people know as well that you're in quiet mode and they're not expecting you to respond straight away it's funny that you say it's so cool that you talk about this because I was going to ask you about it anyway because last night I messaged you for something on Instagram and it and it came up with that little moon next to it 
Yes. And it said, yeah, still with Sammy has quiet mode or sleep mode or whatever. And I was like, oh, how does she do that? Like, <laughs> so there you yeah. go. So all you have to do is in your profile, just go to like your settings yeah. and then go to the notifications um, option. Yeah. And then you'll see, yeah, there's a quiet mode that you can set I there. I love that because I do put this do not disturb on the whole phone. Mm-hmm. But what happens is quite often in the morning, I walk with one of my friends and <laughs> like if anything's <laughs> happened during the night, like say her kids have been up or whatever, or she's running late and she'll send me a message, but I just forget that my phone's been in, in like sleep mode. Yeah. So I'll get to our meeting place at 5.45 and I'm there waiting and I'm like looking at my watch and it's like six o'clock. And I'm like, where is she? And then I'll check my phone and she sent me a message at 5.30 oh, saying, no you know, I'm not coming or I'm going to yes. be late and I just didn't see it. So yes. this will be good for me. This will be life changing for me <laughs> I'll just, because it is the Instagram. That's my issue. Like yes. I'll get so lost in Instagram. Yes. So to turn that off will be really good. Absolutely. Yeah. And to know that you can still be contactable um, in an emergency and the people that have your actual phone number, mm. you know, family, friends mm. that may need to contact you mm. to know that you still got that there. And cause yeah, I was just getting really nervous around completely switching it off because obviously yeah, you need to be contactable. Yeah. yeah. So good. Love that one, Sammy. Uh, amazing. Okay. Well, my number four is one that you actually pointed out to me and I thought that is a great one is preparation with food specifically for me and for anyone who's busy, but really loves that nutritional boost is smoothie preparation. So Sammy was here at my house and I just quickly whipped up a smoothie. And to me, it just came naturally because that's what I do every day. And she said to me, Oh my God, like you're so organized. How good is that? It just makes it so quick, easy. You don't have to think about it. And you've got your big hit of like nourishing foods. Mm -hmm. I thought that's awesome. We'll share that tip because I think it's normal, but you guys might find it inspiring and something that you might like to change or add into your routine to help you get that big hit of nourishing food. So for my smoothie prep, I literally have bananas and I just freeze whole bananas because one, it's cheaper than buying the pre frozen ones. And you can go to most fruit and veg shops and they have all these super ripe bananas. Like you can literally get like 10 bananas for a dollar. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I like every time I go to the supermarket or something, I scope out the like overripe bananas, come home, peel them, throw them in an old Tupperware container in the freezer. Like it literally doesn't even have a lid on it or anything. I just chuck them in there. Um, So I'll grab one of those for my smoothie ice. I have frozen spinach. Like I just got a big bag of spinach and freeze that, shove that in. Um, And all the other things that I know that I chuck in, I just have them together in the cupboard and I just bang, bang, bang and like five minutes and it's done. Yeah. And it wasn't even that. It was like (laughs) two minutes. I'm like, (laughs) it was like it was happening, you know, I don't know, hyperlapse (laughs) on your phone. I was like... <laughs> and then next minute you're sitting down with a smoothie. You're like, wow, you got to share this. It's like literally every little bit of ingredient was, yeah, like frozen in a, in a container that you can just pull out, dump in, yep, all done, put it on, and it was ready. Like it just made the whole seem so quick and easy. And I was like, if smoothies were that easy to make, because I personally, mm. I don't really make a lot of smoothies and juices because it's like, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to like get my little banana out, cut it up. And like, and one thing I realized, like you don't have to cut it up even. Just chuck it in. (laughs) 
This is amazing. So, yeah, like just having all of it in its own little container, like even the spinach, like in the bag, frozen. Yeah. I wouldn't have even thought of putting the whole spinach in the bag, just chuck it in the freezer. Yeah, because like, I don't want it to go to waste, right? Yeah, so, it's so if I cool. have it in the fridge, I always end up throwing it out. So, like, I'll keep spinach in the fridge for fresh salads. And yes. That, but I also just like chuck a bag of spinach that I get on sale because it might be out of date tomorrow. Mm. I chuck it in the freezer and I just like squish that down in my smoothie. Yeah, I love it. And I love yeah. the idea about just getting the fruit that you can get cheaper that's about to go out of date because if you freeze it, it's kind of stops Fine. that process. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter if it's in a smoothie anyway. Yeah. And then also like the fruits that you can also get that I've noticed is like the ones that are just a little bit out of shape. Yeah. The odd pears, I think. The odd they, bunch. Yeah, the odd bunch, yeah. yes. So it's like who cares? Who I mean, cares? who cares in general anyway? You don't just have to use those for smoothies. But yeah, yeah that would be really cool. Just get all that, chuck it in the freezer, dump it in. It was yeah. great. And do you know what I do as well? This might be a bit controversial. Simon laughs at me for it. <laughs> I tell the kids to go down to the garage when we're leaving. So I haven't eaten yet. It's like we're ready. We're ri- racing out the door. I'm like, okay. And I coax them into their car seats by saying, once you're in your car seats, you can have a mint. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they are obsessed with mints. <laughs> I so love this. They... <laughs> So they they all head down and now Zara, because she's 10, so she helps. She knows it's a lie. <laughs> she's like, I don't want your mint. <laughs> anyway, she the kids climb up into the car seats and she buckles them in. All that time, I make my smoothie and then I come down, everyone's buckled in. So good. Like, I mean, I'm also grateful for that. She's such a huge help. Yes. Give them their mint. I got my smoothie. We're zooming out the driveway. (laughs) Bang. So good. (laughs) And tell me that this mint is not like a frozen mint leaf from the freezer. (laughs) (laughs) No. It's an actual mint, okay? Actual mint. So... God, you make me laugh. Um, no, it's actually a mint from Cotton On. You know how they sell those little at the end of like, do you want, do you want to buy a drink bottle or maybe a scarf or a beer yes. or a packet of mints or tissues? I'm like, I'll get the mints. I'll get the mints. That'll bribe my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So good. Oh, that's so funny. Love it so much. All right. So tell me your All number right. four. My number four is, and you guys probably can expect this, is meditation. Yeah. Okay, it's like alongside my journaling, pretty much non-negotiable in my day. And actually in my morning routine, I journal first, then I meditate. Um, so that I, they go kind of hand in hand. Um, but when I say that I meditate, I just want to kind of set the expectation. Guys, yeah. I'm not sitting down for a 40-minute practice in the morning. Love it. When I know that like I've got kids to get ready for school and I've got work to go to. So what that looks like is that could just be five minutes outside in my backyard, just connecting with nature through some grounding. Or if I do have that time that morning, maybe it is a 20 minute practice. But I think the most important thing to know about meditation and integrating it into your day is that it does not have to be time consuming. And I hear this all the time from my clients that like, I don't have time to meditate. It can just be two minutes even, like it doesn't even have to be five. And in fact, when I start with clients who are new to meditating, I, I set them there. It's like, we're going to start with two minutes a day. We're going to do that for a week and then we're going to go to five. So same thing with like, you know, how I was talking about becoming an early riser, like doing things incrementally rather than all at one go. Totally. Because if you're looking to bring meditation into your life, 
you might find that half an hour is really unaccessible. One, because your body is so used to being in a stimulated state that if you try and sit down quietly for half an hour, it's going to be really hard for your body to even be able to do that Mm -hmm. because it's not used to it. And you're going to experience, you know, withdrawal symptoms and a lot of things like that, like fidgeting, restlessness, Mm -hmm. um, which are all normal, by the way. But maybe it's like it doesn't have to be that complex right now. So I would definitely say, like, give it a try. Just start with two minutes. All you have to do is just close your eyes for two minutes and just notice what you can hear. That's it. Just connect with your sense of hearing and just close your eyes, do that two minutes, do that for a week, then go to five. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I've definitely found that journaling and meditation together is especially powerful because journaling allows me to clear my mind. I get that mental clarity because I've kind of brain dumped everything Mm -hmm. and then meditation then becomes more accessible for me. So, yeah, definitely meditation at any length of time as a starting point. Long term, it'd be great to build up to 20 minutes because that's when we start to get all the physiological benefits of meditation. But start anywhere. Start with what you can. Two minutes a day, just in the morning before you have your brekkie. That's, yeah, my tip. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you can do, so you mentioned with journaling, could only be five minutes and then the meditation could be two minutes to five minutes. So that's 10 minutes, guys. Exactly, absolutely. And like 10 minutes in your morning, like that's enough. And maybe it's in the evening. Maybe for you, yeah, if mornings are still too busy, maybe it's like once the kids are in bed or once you're in bed, once your partner's snoring next to you because I don't know how men get to fall asleep so much quicker than because Simon <laughs> literally said to me the other night because he was working late. He's Not like, to generalize. Love oh, you guys. Come on. He's like, oh, yeah, I knew like I finished work at 10 and then I knew I'd, I'd have to wind down for like half an hour. So I knew I'd go to bed at like 10.25 and I'd be asleep by 10.30. I know. It's insane, right? I was like, are you joking? I always like say to Brad, I have this like little laugh. I'm like, you're awake snoring. Like you literally just got into bed. I swear his eyes are still open and he's snoring. <laughs> it's like, it is that quick. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe it's in the night yeah. um, and it's that five minutes brain dump at the end of the day, how your day went, how you're feeling. And then it can be that five minute, two, yeah. even two minute practice. So yeah. yeah, definitely highly recommend, but just start small. It doesn't have to, yeah. doesn't have to be this mind-blowing long practice straight away and you're going to do or we're going to do our inspired practice Mm -hmm. this month is going to be on meditation and Mm -hmm. like an introduction to meditation so you're going to explain a bit more about how to ground yourself so keep your ears peeled for that one yeah meditation yeah that's an amazing starting point yeah more on that yeah really discovering when we talk about meditation, we talk about yeah, how you know being present and mindful. Yeah. But actually, how can we get our body and mind into a present state? Yes. That's what we'll be exploring. But yeah, yeah awesome. Really okay, I'm excited for that. All right, and my last one is one that you might be a bit nervous about, and I definitely have been nervous about, but I love it. It's just been it actually has been life-changing as well. Uh, And that is therapy, therapy, Mm. counseling, psychology, whatever it is that you call it. Um, I have started doing therapy regularly and I have done therapy in the past for certain things that have come up in my life, but I've never done it as like a non-negotiable extended period of time. And I don't think something has to be wrong with you. You don't have to have gone through a trauma Mm -hmm. or have a huge life event to do therapy. Um, Uh, What I've learned is that showing up for yourself and going to therapy is such a 
act of respect to yourself of finding out who you deeply are and that's self-love mm. you know and that that's ever changing and ever evolving and with the help of your therapist you're able to dig deeper into the things that you might not know about yourself and yes things come up grief comes up you know loss comes up all these traumas come up or things from your childhood come up but what you learn or what I'm learning is that it's my um like my reaction, it's my response, it's thoughts that I can let go of, it's um, experiences that are just that. It was just an experience. It doesn't mean I'm that person. I'm not labelled as that person and I've just loved it. It's just been so great. Um, I definitely think you need to find someone who really suits you. Mm. I've tried so many in the past who haven't, but this lady that I have at the moment, she just gets me. It makes sense to me. It's almost like I've realized that my brain needed the scientific psychological processes to understand what was going on inside me. Mm-hmm. So now that she explains how my brain's actually responding to certain situations or thoughts and we can delve deeper into like psychology, it makes sense to me mm, rather than it just being like, oh, how do you feel? You know what I mean? Totally. It's like having that deeper understanding. And I think sometimes it's it's actually, yeah, it's that. It's understanding that sometimes the reactions that we have, the thoughts that we feel or those responses that we're having, it's actually something that our brain and body is doing as, yeah, a defense mechanism, mm-hmm. as a form of protection. Yes. Maybe we had to do that when we were younger or we did have a traumatic event. But having that awareness and understanding of it, we can then start making conscious choice- choices now and be like, yeah, that was then. And this is now, and then I can start to take the steps to support myself with that when I next experience that trigger or that reaction. So it's just taking the lid off what's going on within you and having that awareness of that, which is really cool. Yeah. And if you didn't know, you can go to your GP and get a mental health plan, which covers you for 10 sessions. Uh, So if it's something that you're struggling to afford, then you know that you can go to your GP and just say that you'd love to start working on a psychology plan. And yeah, it's all um, covered by Medicare. Yeah. Love that. And so important. And I think also important to chat about the fact that this can really be part of your self-care plan. Mm. And yeah, as you said, it doesn't have to be a support that you access when you are in those times of grief or deep trauma. It could actually even be a preventative measure. Definitely. In terms of like before I get to those depths where everything is overwhelming, I can't cope. Before I get there, if if we have this regular check-in point, this regular person that can help us navigate that before we get to that point, mm. it can actually be a really beautiful preventative thing that we can do for our mental health as I well. Love that that's so good. That's exactly that's exactly it. Yeah, yep. amazing. And what's your last one? All right, my last one um, is infrared. Oh, Honest. I am with you. So so good. So. I love infrared sauna for a few reasons. So I started going initially for my knee. So what I found is when I teach meditation, I'm sitting cross-legged a lot in class. That's just how I teach. So I'll be on a bolster, my legs are crossed, guiding a class. But because I was doing that a lot, one of my knees started getting really sore and the joint was really, you know, just agitated by it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I started going to an infrared sauna because obviously what an infrared sauna does that is different to a traditional sauna is a traditional sauna heats you from the outside in, whereas infrared sauna heats you from the inside out. So it's really good for like muscles softening everything up. So what I would do is while I was in the sauna, like have a really light stretch of my knee and just start to really kind of help the joint and muscles around it. So for for that, it was amazing. It really, really helps with that. But then it also just became this really beautiful moment of relaxation because in the sauna, don't have my phone. Um, Sometimes I might put on a meditation if I put my phone outside the glass, but generally I'm just in silence. And it's just like 45 minutes of complete silence which is bliss um and then yeah I just I started doing them on Friday afternoons because for me that was my little reward at the end of the week for myself so if I'd had like a busy crazy week I would always know okay it's right I'm gonna have 45 minutes to myself at the end of the week in the sauna and I would just kind of look forward to that time so it kind of became this really beautiful relaxation as well. So yeah, I really love it. As I said, the health benefits are amazing. So really good for, yeah, any like joint pain, any injuries, um, really good for like your skin. It can really help with like fine lines and complexion. Yeah, gets rid of all the toxins. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then through the sweat, we're getting yeah. rid of all of those toxins in our body. Um, so really good for all of that. But then for me now, I definitely see it as a relaxation quiet time sometimes I'll take a book and just read for 45 minutes so yeah it's it's been really lovely and as I said that something in my week that I really really look forward to so yeah it's been really nice oh, I have to agree they're so so lovely and for me it's the same as you just that 45 minutes where you can't do anything mm-hmm, exactly yeah. you have to sit there I tried to journal one time and then <laughs> <laughs> it, you just get covered in sweat yes so that didn't work but um yeah yeah love that and you get like a package don't you so you can get like memberships at places these days where it brings kind of per session price down so yeah really exactly helpful. so the place that I go to um you have a membership, yeah. so you get it cheaper each time, but then my membership is fully redeemable for a session. Yeah. So you're basically getting like a reduction in price and you're not really paying for your membership because it's redeemable in another sauna. So, yeah, it's just been really lovely yeah, and good. Yeah. yeah. And you can do couples ones as well. So you can go with a friend, you can go with a partner. Um, I go with my sister sometimes and we'll just have a chat and catch up together in the sauna. So, yeah, just a really nice place, um, good for your health, but also really good for your mental health yeah. to have a bit of a Love break. It. Love it. Mm. Well, guys, that is our 10 healthy habits that changed our life, literally. (laughs) Literally (laughs) life-changing. We hope that some of them resonated with you and you can pick and choose ones that you would like to try. Yeah. And how about if you do give any of them a try, DM us. Let us know. Like, how did it go? How did it feel? Even if that experience was challenging let us know that too it doesn't always have to be oh my god that was so amazing it could have been like I tried to meditate it was really challenging and then we know how we can further support you in future episodes with further tips I love that yeah I love that because yeah then we will know what we can bring you more of yeah and it's okay that sometimes these are challenging right I found totally okay the first time I meditated with you I found it so hard yeah yeah anyway won't go into that now but yeah um, Yes. But enjoy. Let us know how you go. (laughs) See you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspired to Be podcast. We are endlessly grateful for you being here and would love to hear how you're inspired through our conversations together. Want to share your inspired moment? 
Connect with us on Instagram at inspiredtobe.podcast. Comment on our latest posts or DM us. We would love to hear from you. You can also connect with me for deeper mindfulness at Still With Sammy. Or me, Elise.inspired, for more health, wellness and daily stories. If you have a moment, please give us a subscribe, rate or review on your podcast platform and we will see you next Wednesday for another awesome episode. See you then.